0: all it's season three of the be your own kind podcast and we thank you humbly thank you for tuning in be your own kind's mantra is there is never an inopportune time to be yourself in other words be you without apologies in this season i will be presenting nuggets and interviewing individuals that are creating their lane and rocking it Be sure to check out the featured businesses in the description box and follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and pretty much every platform. Okay, now let's take flight. I was minding my business listening to Beyonce, afraid of lonely. In the lyrics she sings, I'm scared of lonely, and I'm scared of being the only shadow I see along the wall, and I'm scared the only heartbeat I hear beating is my own, and I'm scared of being lonely. In the past, I found myself thinking similar things and wondering what catapults the fear of being alone. Yes, romantic and social relationships are needed, but so is alone time. After all, no matter where you go, you are always with you. Every turn, there you are with yourself. According to an article in abcnews.com, one in three US adults admitted they fear being alone. When alone, there's a lack of safety and security. Some experts even say that the anxiety connected to loneliness is tied to the lack of confidence. This could be the instance of not being able to go to an event alone, especially when it is a networking event with new people. Maybe small social events can cause anxiety, like going to the movies alone. Living alone means you are faced with all the responsibilities by yourself, including protecting yourself. Individuals that feel loneliness may find themselves entering toxic relationships or friendships. Even though the relationship is causing more harm than good, the person feels more secure in that terrible relationship than the thought of being alone. When staying in these toxic situations, it not only worsens your mental health, but it also takes up space from the people that should actually be in your life. The foundation of feeling alone could have derived from being abandoned as a child or not having solid parental figures. This could have derived from an absent parent in the home or PTSD could have formed from a dangerous time when you were left alone. In these situations, therapy is helpful to help with tracking down the root cause, if separate from those reasons for the fear of just being alone. My pastor once told me that one of the most important things to do is to get to know yourself. It is important to tap into your strengths and weaknesses, not only for the reason of protecting yourself from users and abusers, but also to be able to self-validate when needed. When I first heard the term self-efficacy, I just couldn't understand what it really meant until recently. For those hearing this term for the first time, it means to reflect confidence in the ability to exert control over how you are motivated, your behaviors, and your social environment. It is basically learning yourself and tapping into your abilities. At least that's how I define it. Getting acquainted with yourself can help to sustain self-love and give you the courage to insert yourself in audacious situations that may actually change your life for the good. Having the ability to network with strangers can help expand your career or able to reach out to companies for partnerships can help spread exposure to your brand, or just the subtle confidence of being able to go to the movies or treat yourself to a dinner. I promise you that you are the most interesting person you will ever meet. Besides some of the instances we mentioned before, getting to know oneself can be taxing if we haven't forgiven ourselves for past mistakes or let go of past traumas. In order to love anyone of anything, you have to feel like it's worth it and it's worthy of your love. I am here to say you are worthy of your love, respect, and reverence. No one should ever love you more than you. Being solid in who you are without the attachment of someone is so empowering. It can intimidate others, but only those that have not yet begun to work. Being alone does not always equate to being lonely. I had to learn it, especially during the pandemic. The first couple of months I started working from home, my thoughts were so loud. I mean, like, too loud. Things I had tucked away in my subconscious would not go away. I needed the TV on all the time, or just to call someone to hear a voice, or sometimes I just delved myself into projects that would take away from all this mental nonsense. I was petrified and lonely. And you may think this is weird because I am married and I'm technically not alone, but there are times that you could be in a crowded room and still feel loneliness. You can be in a social setting and still feel like no one sees you. At that time, this is how I felt. I was not technically alone, but I had the feeling of loneliness and emptiness. Over time, I started listening to my thoughts. The things I've been running away from for years were coming to the forefront. The emotions I tucked away started overflowing. Some days I could just cry out of nowhere. And then some days I would laugh at some of the stuff that popped in my head. I was noticing that I had blocked out some good memories while trying to forget the bad ones. I realized I held on to the wrong people for the sake of being liked. I realized I faced a lot of anxiety by ignoring obvious signs and by not setting boundaries. I later found out that my feeling of loneliness was maybe more deflecting and not dealing with things. It wasn't that I was invisible, it was that I actually didn't wanna be seen. I didn't want to attract any notice in fear of being hurt again. And And then part of me wanted to connect to new people, but was afraid to be vulnerable again by avoiding these things i stayed in the slump i was more afraid of my thoughts and that is what happens when you're alone but it was less scary when i started listening to those thoughts and separating the actual from the distorted through time i started to feel secure in my ability and it was not such a scary thing to spend some time with myself I do enjoy the company of others, but I now enjoy the company of myself. Every day I'm learning something new about me. I am amazing myself and noticing the things about me that actually attracts people. I have set boundaries and have put measures in place to protect my energy, but I would not have been able to do any of this if I was still cowering away from those thoughts and emotions. Over the pandemic, I got more in touch with me. In reality, I am surrounded by people that love me, but I am no longer petrified if they are not around. I stopped expecting my husband to possess my security eggs, and I'm learning more now how to stay secure within myself. Do the emotions of loneliness still creep in? Sure it does. But I now have the ability to have those conversations with myself to keep me off that ledge. To quote another Beyonce song, I found out in the end, I am my own best friend. I can't be anything spectacular to anyone else if I can't be spectacular to myself. Same for you. You cannot be spectacular for anyone else unless you start with self. Do you experience anxiety when alone and have you learned to combat it? If so, please leave a voicemail on Anchor and share your experiences. You also can send me a response by emailing info at beyouronkind.com, info at beyouronkind.com, and I will anonymously share your comment or voicemail with the hopes of helping others. Until next time, don't don't forget to be kind to yourself and get acquainted with you. Bye for now.